Father, continue to bless us through your word. Amen. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give another big clap of honor. Thank you very much. By the grace of God, the Lord has brought us into a new month. Last month was a month of evangelism. And this month, by the grace of God, is declared our month of giving. Whenever you hear the word giving, you must always be excited because God has devised ways and means to be a great blessing to you. And God wants to transform your life. We reference some few scriptures. Let's repeat it from 1 Timothy 6, 17 through 19. Now, command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. And verse 19. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of a life that is truly wonderful. Hallelujah. Now, giving is very much important in the things of God. Now, what is giving? Simply defined, giving is allowing something to leave you to another or for a cause. So, giving is letting something leave your hand or leave you to another for a reason or for a cause. It can be anything. It can be your knowledge. It can be your wisdom. It can be a material thing. It can be money. It can be anything. But I want to center on monetary issues this morning. So, you must understand that the greatest giver is God. You must understand that. The greatest giver of anything is God. God is the greatest giver. From creation, God has been given to us from creation. When he created man, he created man and gave everything to man. He said, I have given you everything. So from creation, God has been very liberal toward man. Very liberal. And please, I want you to be able to understand this moment. God is not a wicked God. He is not a wicked God. Help me tell the person, he is not wicked. God is not wicked. So please understand that we serve a liberal God, a God who gives, not a God who withholds. And interestingly, he gives even to the wicked. He, he saw a good God that when he gives, he doesn't even look at whether you are righteous or you're righteous. He gives to everyone, but he mostly gives his best to those who are righteous or to those who have given their lives to him. I pray that this God will be good to you this month in the name of Jesus. Now, the worst of God's giving was manifested in Christ Jesus, where he gave his best to us, that is Christ Jesus. In John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So, the totality of God's giving, or the gift of God, was manifested in Christ Jesus. And that is the greatest gift that God gave to us. So, God gave man his best, and he still even continues to give to us. I pray that you continue to receive from heaven. You continue to receive from the Lord in the name of Jesus. So when it comes to giving, please, let's learn from God. When it comes to giving, let's learn from this heavenly father. Amen. Because a giving God will always give birth to giving children. A giving God will always give birth to giving children. And a giving God cannot give birth to, I mean... People are very mean and very armstrong. A dog cannot give birth to a cat. It will be a taboo. Is that not so? Yeah. Naturally, when a dog gives birth to a dog, 
it will bark. Any dog that doesn't bark has a problem. If you see a dog making sound like a cat, it means there's a problem. But a God who is a giving God can never give birth to children who are mean. So when it comes to giving, please let's learn from this giving God. So you can never be a child of God without being a giver. Please, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Sometimes we say that as father like son, like mother, like daughter. But sometimes you can see that your character is not like your mother at all or your father at all. One day, one, one man of God told we were having a meeting and told the son, he said, As for this one dear, you didn't learn from me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Many of us are learning things which does not come from our father. You can never serve, you can never be a child of this God without being a giver because your father is a giver. He's a giving God. Therefore, you must also become one. And I mean, you, uh, this God will never give birth to Armstrong children. P.O.P. children. How many of you are P.O.P. children here? You, you know that you, you, are, you are P.O.P. child. Mrs. Armstrong. Mr. Armstrong. Is there anybody here like that? Because you can never serve this given God without being a giver yourself. Today I pray that you identify and you become like the true son and the true daughter of this giving God in the name of Jesus. Let that grace come upon you from today. In the name of Jesus. Please help me tell the person that you, I am a child of a giving God. Tell the person, I am not mean. I am not P.O.P. hands. I am not Mr. or Mrs. Armstrong. Hallelujah. <laughs> so the greatest giver is God and is the giver of all good things. Hallelujah. The scripture we just read from 1 Timothy chapter number 6 from 17, Paul talks about, he said, command the rich. Command the what? The rich. Not the poor. Command the what? The rich. To give. Now, how many of you here are among the categories that Paul is talking about? The rich. Let me see your hand Go back to the scripture again. He said, command those who are rich in this present age. How many of you that you are among this category of rich people? Hey, are you sure? Yes. <laughs> how many of you are among the category of poor people? Let me see your hand up. Let me see your so none of us have belongs to the group of the poor, but we are all part of the group of the rich. So when Paul is talking about command the rich, please understand that he's talking to you. You may not have anything in your pocket today, but that doesn't mean that you are poor. Many of you here are rich. You are going to get more richer. Yeah. I say you're going to get more what? richer. So you are, you are above that category of poor people. So find yourself and see yourself that you are among the group of rich people. Think like rich. Talk like a rich person. Behave like a rich person. Let your attitude be like a rich person, not as a poor person. And until some more Do you know how more people work? The people that want, the moment you see their face, you can tell that they have problem. The people that want, they want money from you, they change their face. How can you a child of God and rich? I mean, your father is a rich God and you are also rich and you are walking and as if... I mean, you walk and put your hands on your back. Uh, some mobrowa face, I mean, some morose face and you put your hands at your back so quiet and so some way. Begging face. 
you put up your face for begging. And your hands are just quiet. From today, receive the grace to drop every attitude and mindset of poverty. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So please, you are above that category. You are above that group. So don't see yourself as poor, but see yourself among the rich. When you go anywhere, they are calling for rich people. Go there. Got all the rich people to line up. You to go. <laughs> when they ask for anything, tell them my own will come later. No problem, it will come. <laughs> Hallelujah. I see that grace coming upon you from today in the name of Jesus. Now, I want to share with you, why is giving so important to God? Don't forget, it's our month of giving. But I'm speaking to you, the subtitle is Understanding Giving. Understanding Giving. Understanding Giving. Now, so why is giving so important? Now, the first reason why giving is very much important to God is because you are not destined to keep. So, by nature, we are not supposed to keep whatever we receive. That's not how God made us. If you try to keep whatever that goes inside you, you end up dying. No, I'm telling you. If you try to keep whatever that comes to you, if the water that you drink, you are not ready to go and urinate. Ah, If you drink water and you are not ready to let, you, you, it gets in and it goes out. You eat food, you go and it pass out. Even the air you breathe, you don't breathe, you breathe in and you do what? You breathe out. That's nature. So naturally, God has not made us to keep things. You must understand that. So those of you who have been keeping things, whatever God brings on your way, you are keeping them, you are keeping everything. Don't forget, you are dying. I'm telling you, you are dying slowly. So if nothing from you goes out, every day you buy cloth, every day you... You are always hurting, you are always keeping. You are not ready to give anything out to anybody. You must understand that giving is important because naturally God did not make us to keep. You are made to do what? To receive and to give. Hallelujah. I pray that everything that makes you to keep whatever that God brings you in your ways is cursed from today in the name of Jesus. Please help me tell the person you are not supposed to be keeping everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. One day somebody told us, Pastor, I cannot poo-poo. For three days. And you know what happens to you? What if you come poo-poo for three days? The first thing that happens to you, headache. Some of you are looking at my face. For three days, you have not poo-poo. You see how uncomfortable it is. Very uncomfortable. Some are buying medicines just to pass out. Because the food that you eat, in, if you don't pass out, you end up dying. So the things that you are keeping always to yourself, you are so hard, you are so difficult, you are not ready to give anything. Please know that whatever you are keeping to yourself is killing you. I'm telling you, you will stink. Like the polytanks we have. The purpose of a polytank is to receive water and to do what? And to distribute. When a polytank decides to receive water and is not ready to distribute, what happens is that the water inside will begin to do what? Stink. Many of you, the things that you see as a blessing are smelly in the sight of God. I'm telling you. Because you're not ready to give anything. But don't forget, by nature, God did not create you to keep things. He created you to let go. So whatever you receive, you're not... Let me give you the scripture. Go with me to Proverbs 11, 24. Look at what it says. It said, there is one who scatters, yet increases what? More. And there is one who withholds. And there is one who withholds, 
and more than is right. So in other words, there is, there is a level to which you can keep. There is a level to which you must keep to yourself. Yeah. Look at what it says. There is one who scatters and yet does what? Because people think that when you give, you become poor. It's a lie. When you give, you don't become poor. According to God's principle, when you give, the more you give, the more better your life becomes. But the one who thinks that he's so wise, he will keep whatever he has. He said, there is one who withholds more than is right. So it's just not everything that comes to you that you must keep. Hallelujah. Tell person, you are keeping more than what you ought to. You are keeping more than what you ought to. Amen. If you are here, you are keeping more than what you are not supposed to keep. May God help you from today. And there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to what? Poverty. So you think you have, but you are poor. You think you, you, you have money. I'm not, I'm not giving anybody. I'm not giving to God. I'm not giving to promote God's work. I'm not giving to help anybody. And you are always hoarding. You are keeping. The Bible says that you are poor. In the sight of God, you are poor. It is not how people see it. It is how God sees you that matters. From today, receive the grace that you are not destined to keep. But you are destined to do what? To give. Let that grace come upon us from today in the name of Jesus. So giving is important because you are not destined to keep. That's how nature is. Can you imagine God decides to close your bottles for one month? What will you do? It means that he's killing you. So anybody who tells you not to give. If your mind tells you, I don't have, I'm not ready to give, please listen to me. That thing is telling you that you want, that thing wants you to die. Glory to God. Giving is important because by nature, God made us not to keep. Number two, why is giving very much important? Because what you give determines what you receive. What you give will determine what you receive. Galatians 6, verse 7 to 10. Look at it. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man does what? That will he also reap. Don't be deceived. Whatever a man soweth, for he who sows to his full of the flesh reap corruption. He who sows to the spirit will also reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not do what? Lose heart. Verse 10. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all especially to those who are in the household of faith. Whatever a man sows, many people want to receive. How many of you want to be blessed financially? Everybody. Is that not so? Yeah. But please, this is a simple principle. Without your giving, you can never receive anything. Yeah, you can pray to whatever. You can fast and pray, fast and pray, fast and pray, fast. Nothing changes for you. Yeah. Whatever a man soweth, so shall he also reap. So what you give determines what you receive. Pray that God will help you to be able to understand that if you want to change the level of your life, you must learn to give something. Your seed will always determine your harvest. You can never find a farmer who goes to the farm who has not planted anything and go to harvest. Is it possible? No. Your harvest will be determined by the seed that you sow. And your seed will determine the harvest that you want to receive. So whatever comes to you is determined by what you have planted. Pray that God will give us understanding. Let me tell you this. If you give nothing, you receive nothing. If you give nothing, you receive what? Nothing. 
So whenever there is opportunity to do something for God, please dive into it. And God is not looking for something he has not given to you. No. God is not looking for, no, no, no. He said, As whatever a man can give out of his heart willingly is received. Somebody can give one CD to God and it's accepted. It's not, it's not the amount. It's not the volume, but it's the cost. How much it costs you. It is the level of your giving that determines what comes back to you. I pray that whenever there's opportunity to do something for God, God will touch you how to do what is right to receive his blessing in the name of Jesus. Yeah. In 2 Chronicles chapter number 1, the Bible says when um, Solomon was made king, he went and uh, made sacrifices to God. Made a great sacrifice to God. Thousands of animal sacrifices. And when he did that, listen to what happened. The verse 7, Bible said in verse 7 of 2 Chronicles chapter 1, verse 7, God appeared to Solomon and God asked him, Solomon, what do you want me to do for you? Ah, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? If Solomon has sat down and said, I'm the king, I'm not giving anything. That's the reason why there are pastors who are in their pastoring churches, they are preaching prosperity, but they are still poor. Because the pastors themselves are not givers. It is not preaching about prosperity that makes you prosper. It is what you do that determines who you become. That's how it works. Look at verse 7. And on that night, God appeared to Solomon and said to and asked, What shall I give you? I pray that from today and from this month, God will appear to you and ask you, What do you want? <sighs> because of your heart of what? Of giving. No, go back to verse 1 so that you understand it better. Give me the NIV to make it more simpler. Now Solomon, the son of David, was strengthened in his kingdom, and the Lord his God was with him and exalted him exceedingly. Then Solomon spoke to all Israel, the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, to the judges and also all the leaders in Israel, the heads of the families. And Solomon and the whole assembly went to the high place at Gibeon, for God's tent of meeting was there, which Moses the Lord's servant had made in the desert. Now David had brought up the ark of the God from Caleb Gijam to the place where he had prepared for it, because he had pitched a tent for it in Jerusalem. But the bronze altar that Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Her, it was in Gibeon in front of the tabernacle of the Lord. So Solomon and the assembly inquired of him there. Look at the verse 6. Solomon went up to the bronze altar before the Lord in terms of meeting and offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. And the verse 7. God appeared the same day. God appeared to him. What do you want me to do for you? From today, every stagnation is disconnected from you, is cut away out of your life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So you're giving even provokes the manifestation of God in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. So when we have the opportunity to do something for God, let's do it from the deepest of our heart. Amen. And please understand that in the school of giving, the rewarder is not man, but it is God. In the school of giving, your rewarder is not man, but who? So don't look unto man for your reward, but look unto who? Unto God. If you're going to look unto men to reward you, you you're going to be behind, I'm telling you. In the school of giving, your rewarder is not man. Your rewarder is God. Bible said they looked unto him and they were not ashamed. They look unto him. May you look unto God for your reward in the name of Jesus. That's Psalm 34, the verse 5 to 7. They looked unto him and they were not ashamed ashamed. I see God rewarding you from today in the name of Jesus. Tell person, your givings will never go in waste. Your givings will never go in waste. Hallelujah. The third reason why giving is so important, we give to increase what we have. We give to do what? 
to increase. No matter how precious a seed may be in your hand, a seed that is not sown to the ground will remain as a seed, no matter how precious it may be. But whenever you pick that seed in your hand and you plant it and you sow it, that seed begins to do what? To multiply. You can take just two seeds of corn, you plant it. Whenever it grows, you begin to have all that, I mean, the blade and the branches and all that, and the fruit itself begin to come out. Sometimes, even just one corn, one corn alone, you can have about, about 600 pieces on it, 600, but you planted only two. Whatever you want to multiply, you must learn to do what? To plant it. Because the seed you have not planted can never bring you any multiplication. No matter how precious that seed may be, and no matter how expensive that seed may be. Hallelujah. In Proverbs chapter number 11, the verse 25, listen to what it says. He said, the generous soul will be made rich. And he who waters others himself will also be what? Be watered. The generous soul shall be, the, the, King James said, the liberal soul shall be made fat. The liberal, the one who allows, who gives, shall be made fat. Amen. Because whatever you give will always increase. If you want increase in your financial level, increase your giving. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's God's principle. The liberal soul shall be made fat and he that waters shall himself also be what? Be watered. The liberal soul, not the one who keeps, not the one who withholds. There are some of you that giving is very, very, very difficult for you. Who will cry, oh mother? I mean, you will die with it. I'm telling you. I, there's somebody that I know, an old lady. She's, she was always complaining. Always complaining. Wait, I can come and say. Always complaining, crying and weeping. People go and visit her. Oh, lady, nah. I want to say, hmm. I mean, you cry. Why did you say, I can't say, hmm. I can't say, hmm. I can't say, hmm. I can't say, hmm. When that old woman died and they moved her mattress. During that time, she had almost about 160 million. That time, yeah. She has slept on it and died on it. Some of you, may God change your mind, though. The way you are looking at my face like that. You want to be increased in your life? You want financial increment? Please. What you. The liberal soul shall be made fat. The liberal soul. If this is my farm and I plant only two piece of corn here. I should not expect that by the end of the day, the whole place will be full of corn. No! No! The more I plant, the more my harvest become many. So the more you sow, the more you plant, the more God all increases because whatever you sow, whatever you give will multiply. It will increase. Amen. Look, Give me Luke chapter number 6 verse 38. He said, give and it shall be what? So what you give is not what you receive back. No, 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 no. Give and it shall be given unto you. You see, the seed that leaves your hand doesn't leave your life. If you have a seed in your hand and you drop it now, it has left your hand, but it will come back into your life. It is your hand that has left. Say, give and it shall be given back. You can never give anything to God and God will not give back to you. And when you give something to God and God is giving back to you, he doesn't give it to you in the same measure. One day, I was there and uh, Mr. Varma, he used to be uh, the chief justice for Liberia. He called me. You know the family uh, church members here. 
He said, Osofo, I came for a presidential something, something, but I forgot to pick my tie. So please, can, can I get a tie? Gave me the color that he wanted. So I just looked through my things and I, I, I saw about two ties that I've never worn. So I took it to the man. This was about, about some years ago. I went to his house, MF's estate, and gave it to him. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. He selected the one he wanted and put on that tie. The next day, I think three days later, he called us. Oh, please, I'm back. And uh, thank you very much for. I went. He has rubbed the tie and said, "Please, this is the tie." So no, no, I just gave it. So please, I beg you, please, please, just take it. I just wanted to wear it. Uh, I didn't have one, but I bought one. So he gave it to me, and so thank you very much. And I left. I thought he has given me only the tie. When I go home and I open the brand envelope that he has put the tie in, when I open it, there were dollars also in attached to the money. Ooh. There's even a man who just took a tie. He not give you a tie. He knows that you have done something for him. I will not give you only the tie back. I will add something to it. Give and it shall be given back. But not just giving back, but what? Good measure. That's the reason why you are not being increased. We are prepared to. You are too mean. Even if you have it, you behave as if you don't have. And you will never have. I'm telling you. I pray that God will change our hearts. God will change our minds. When it comes to giving in the name of Jesus Christ. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Pressed down. And shaken together. And what? Shall men give unto your bosom. For the same measure that you give. Without shall also be measured to you. Receive the grace. Pastor Edward will always stand here and say that. Change your offering to change your level. Something like that. Yeah. The level of your giving determines what comes to. I pray that from today, I, I see God helping you to change the level of your giving. Amen. Amen. Tell the person, change your giving and change your level. Amen. Very, very simple. If anybody tells you, go and put a coffee, go and carry coffin, you shall be rich. Your sorrows will be multiplied. Though. Yeah, we don't give lotto numbers here. <laughs> Go and stick. I was listening to a pastor on the radio. I was shocked. My first time to hear it. May I say that? I've never heard that before. I heard it on radio. Hey, I'm telling you, if God has sent me, do my money if they gonna say this right now. I will give you two numbers. Too sure. Here we don't give little numbers. Person, we give God numbers. We give God numbers. <laughs> hey, and that's what people want to. No, that's what people want. We want easy and a cheap way. But the you see the material things that the devil gives to you doesn't last. It's only what God gives you. And listen to me. It is the blessings of the Lord that make us rich and has no sorrow. It's a. I'm telling you. When I sleep, I sleep. Oh, I've never had any bad dream. One day, when I traveled somewhere with my wife, and some people called from France and said, Hey, Nicola, what's that? You do two coins. No, I'm just trying to say this. Yeah. Please listen to me. There is no way that when you follow what God says, He will never bless you and change your life and change your destiny. You will never go for lots of numbers. You will never go for the due money, but God will bless you if you live by His word. I see your life being blessed and multiplied in the name of Jesus. You will never lack any good thing in it. Now listen to me. In this set, I've seen people's life change. Oh. 
God will change your story in a dramatic way in the name of Jesus. Your destiny will never be the same. Glory to God. So whatever you give will do what? Will increase. And God will never give you the same as you give, but he multiplies it for you. Some of us, the reason why you can't move forward is that you are too mean. Your financial level is the same. Sometimes when people come to me and they tell me about their finances, the first thing I ask them, are you a giver? The first thing I ask them, are you a tighter? Are you a giver? So some even don't remember the last time they give their tithe or they give to someone. May God have mercy on us. Number four, why is giving so important? Giving demonstrates that I am not poor. Giving demonstrates, shows that I'm not what? It's always the poor who will never give. And people with poverty mentality will never give anything to God or anything to anybody. They always try to find excuses not to give. Yeah. Do you know that even if you think that you are poor and you begin to give, it changes your level of mentality? When you start giving, that's how I change my level. I used to think I was poor. I didn't have anything because of where I was coming from or where I'm coming from. But as I came to God and I heard my father's talking about giving and all that. I also keyed into it. So even when we're doing something I don't have, I tried to do something. And it began to change my mind. Yeah. And whenever I give, I become so confident. Say, hey, Simon, can, can I also give something? That's how it is. Whenever you give, you demonstrate that you are not poor. But the moment you begin to withhold, you are telling God that you are poor. But please listen to me. By divine ordination, nobody is created poor. God has not created you to be poor. You are not poor. Poverty is a choice. And even when you give your life to Christ, you don't have to remain poor. Ah, eh, When you give your life to Christ, poverty should be far away from you. Now I'm telling you. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, the verse 9. Then we go to Psalm 35, verse 27. Give me the NIV. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, he was what? Yet for your sakes he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become what? How many poor people do we have here? Then you are not a Christian. He exchanged your poverty for his what? For his riches. Even though he was rich, but because of you, he became poor. That through his poverty, you might become rich. So by divine ordination, God has not ordained you as a poor person. So refuse that poverty mentality. Come and chain me and take. Poverty mentality. If you take that person, there are people that want to make them as your friends. And they want to buy. They will never buy. Every day they don't have money. Never. Every day they don't have it. They don't have it. Poverty mentality. What kind of life is that? In Psalm 35 verse 27. Listen to what it says. Let them shout for joy and be glad. Who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continue. Let the Lord be magnified. Who has pleasure in the prosperity of his people. Ah. He said my city through prosperity shall be spread abroad. Zechariah 117. Please. By divine ordination you are not poor. You are not what? So stop thinking about poverty. So the moment you begin to give, you move from the level of poverty in the level of what? That's how it is. That's how God made it. I see you changing your level of giving. As I see you changing your level of what? Don't get used to one, de- get used to one denomination. As the Lord changes your level, keep changing. 
Yeah, you can see that God is changing your level. You can never go and buy a dress of or a bag. This bag, my wife bought it 2,020 million. 2,000 cities, yes. And she came to church and give five cities. Like the way God will slap her. Yeah, she bought it. This 2,000 gallon cities. This bag, oh, bag you see like that. Very nice. Mochino. Who's on TV there? 2,000 gallon cities. Who's having cancer? What about me? Hey! It's okay. So you have money. That's why you can borrow it. Hey, accept it all. And so some of you, when you hear that people tell you, hey, that's some of you, your spray, your perfume alone. Cologne. Indiana Jones. <laughs> the set of your perfumes can build a whole church for us. Tell person, I am not poor. I will demonstrate my riches by my givings. Give what you have. And you see God changing your level. I said, see God doing what? Joel 3.10. He said, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak, Joel 3.10. Let the weak say, I am strong. And we have added our own. That let the poor also say, that was not in the Bible. Let the poor also say, I am what? I am right. Because it goes like that. Let the weak say. He said, beat your plowshares into, I mean, into salt and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak, let the weak, let the weak say. Yeah. So you are not poor. You are not weak. Say to yourself, I am not weak. I can never be weak. And say, I can never be poor. Yeah. If you want to be poor, accept it like that. But I refuse. Yeah. I can never be poor. That's, how, that's, a, that's God's blessing. Glory to God. I see God helping you. I see God helping me. Taking our minds from that mentality of poverty because of where we are coming from. Because of your background. Because of who your mother is, your father is. Your mind is full of poverty. Ah! You can't buy good food to eat. When God blesses you with money. You can't. Poverty mentality. Let me tell you, I've told you before. It came to a time that when a wife put food in front of me and the meat is big. Now, and I'm not dull, so the, the meat is plenty, and then my heart begins to beat. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I won't tell you. Yeah. Poverty mentality. Hmm. May God help us. We come to church, somebody gives thousand Ghana cities. Hey! Why are you? What name this guy? Sometimes when God blesses you, treat yourself good. Or, or necessary, but no, 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 that's what I mean. Sometimes. Once in a while, because you have a lot you are doing. Once in a while, when the Lord blesses you, treat yourself well. Treat yourself well. Treat yourself. There's conditions hundred <laughs> receive the grace to treat yourself well in the name of Jesus every poverty mentality is cursed from you in the name of Jesus I see that this church a time is coming just in no time very coming very soon people are going to give checks in offerings in the name of Jesus yeah so when you see that somebody is paying tight of thousands somebody is paying tight of two thousand somebody gives an offering no 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 please stop no 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 see it as even little See, that's nothing. Because what you will give will be more than what somebody is. I'm telling you. You are giving more. I see many of you here giving one million dollars. 
Ah, but I've told you before, a man who went to Reverend Samkati Ankara, I said, oh, the Lord has blessed me and uh, I, I had a contract and I came to give my tithe. Give it, I think, a tithe of $3 million. When he was leaving, he gave a, a check to the pastor. This is my small offering for you. When he left, the pastor opened the check and it was $1 million. For the pastor, $1 million. Not $1 million Ghana cities, though. $1 million. He told us himself. And gave a tithe of $3 million. Who you want to declare that? When you are giving something from you to God, it pays you. It, ah, when you are giving offering, you check and calculate, you check and calculate. Offering to God, oh, not to man. Offering you are giving to God. But when you are buying time, something for yourself, it's not difficult for you. But when it comes to God, you have a problem. I'm telling you, you have a problem. You have a problem. I'm telling you. Let that poverty mentality leave you from today. This man, God will raise great men and great women in this church. I said, this man, great doors are going to be open for us in the name of Jesus. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number five, two things I'm done. Why giving is so important? So that you will not be ungrateful and wicked toward God. Look. 12, 16 through 21. Listen to what he says. Then he spoke a parable to them saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? Certain rich man. So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my bands, build greater and there I will store all my crops and my goose. So he said, and I will say to my soul, soul, you have plenty goes laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this night, your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for him or herself and is not rich toward God. Whenever you have and you refuse to give, it makes you wicked towards God. You are telling God you have done nothing for me. First Corinthians 4, 7. Who makes you differ from one another? What is it that you have that you did not receive? That's it. Who makes you different? What is that you possess? Even the child that was born in the richest home was born naked. Naked I came, naked will you return? So everything you have, you receive them here and it is God who gave that thing to you. Yeah. Many of us are very wicked toward We are very ungrateful and wicked toward God. It will surprise you to know that sometimes people have and they can give to God, but they will never give. You are very wicked. So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich. Toward who? Toward God. Don't be somebody who has. And when you are giving to God, it pains you or you are not ready to give anything to God. You can never be blessed with that attitude and that behavior. Hallelujah. I pray that the Lord will grace you to avoid that it's in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So people have and they can give to God, but they will never give. And even if they will, their giving will never match up with the blessings of God in their lives. Yeah. Their giving will never match up with the blessing. Exactly. Listen to me. Anything that you give to God that doesn't match up with your blessing becomes an insult to God. Whatever you give to God and it does not match up with the blessing in your life becomes an insult. For example, if I stand here and give offering of five CDs and I can give more than that, it's an insult to God. I'm, I'm, I'm foolish. Some of you, the offerings you give to God are below you, below the blessings of God that he has given to you. The things you give to God are below. You are far, far, far below that. 
You have tied below it. Tied below it. And it's an insult to God. Sometimes you know, they will never give at all. And sometimes when they want to give also, they will never give to match up with that blessing. I pray that God will change your mindset and change that mentality in the name of Jesus. David said, I will never give anything to God that cost me. Second Samuel 24, 24. I will never give anything to God that cost me nothing. From today, may your giving to God cost you. Oh, I said, may your giving to God, that's what? Cost you. Then the king said, Aruna, no, but I will surely buy it from you for a pr- No, nor will I offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God. That cost me nothing. I pray that from today your offerings shall cost you. You will never give below the blessings of God in you. Let me, typical example, there are some, many of you who pay less tithes of what God has given to you. Yeah. Because if God blesses you with thousand Ghana cities, hundred cities as tight is too heavy for you. When we say Panamakana crepas or tight, yeah, uchim, uchim, kakraka, uchim. Uyiso, you use tight also. Hey, Samora, what the memans are on the trough. Yeah, you use so. You reduce the tight. May God help us. And the last reason that makes giving so important, understanding giving, which is very much important, giving opens diverse kinds of blessings on you. Diverse kinds of blessing on your life. Yeah. Whenever you give, God opens diverse blessings for you. And God's blessing in return to your giving is not only limited to money, but it goes beyond that. So giving to God opens diverse, especially when you give money to God, it opens diverse doors. Not only money in return, no. Philippians 4, 14 through 16. When the church gave to Paul, the apostle Paul, listen to the prayer he prayed for them and the declaration he made over them. He said, nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. That is helping the man of God. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. So whenever you begin to give, God opens an account for you. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well <laughs> pleasing to God. And listen to the prayer he prayed. Verse 19. And come here together, one to go. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. And my God shall supply all your what? Now, let me ask you, are your needs only material? Are your, are your needs only money? Paul said, you gave me money as God's servant to help me to do God's work. You gave money to God's work. But he said, God will supply all your needs. So when you give to God, what he gives back to you is not only money. So but that's why so many of you, you think that when you give to God, you didn't, you didn't receive the blessing. You lie. Because some of the some of the times the money you gave to God, the blessing that came back to you was not in a form of money, it was in a form of protection. It was in a form of long life, it was in a form of favor. Yeah. So when you give money, it, God can open diverse doors. Even sometimes your money will block certain death traps the enemy has set for. I'm telling you. But because you gave and you didn't see somebody brought you one, you gave hundreds, and someone, nobody brought you thousand Ghana. Ah, Mehuri. Because if you know what your giving is doing for you, from today, receive the grace to receive the diverse kinds of blessings through giving in the name of Jesus. 
I see that grace coming upon you from today. I said, I see that grace coming upon you from today. In the name of Jesus. Say to yourself, I refuse to be poor. I step into the key of giving into my prosperity in Christ Jesus. Can you please rise to your feet? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Please touch me say in the name of Jesus. From today, every spirit and every mentality of poverty, I drop that idea. I drop the mentality of poverty. In the name of Jesus, I declare from today that I am not poor. For Jesus became poor that I might become rich. In the name of Jesus. Say after me, say in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of stinginess, I drop it from today. Father, I receive the spirit and the grace of liberality. The grace to give. I receive it now. The grace to lay down. The grace to let it go. I receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Satan, say in the name of Jesus. I curse every spirit of lack and poverty over my life. I receive the spirit of prosperity. Father, from today, increase me afresh with the spirit of giving. In the name of Jesus, I receive my diverse kinds of blessing. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you.